listeners. Oh, ho, ho. Welcome to Rhapsody and Reverie Season 2, Episode 13, our last episode of the season. And if you have a brain, you can probably guess. It's the Christmas episode. episode. I'm sorry, did I cut you? Okay, someone's (laughs) excited. I am. I am. You know what? It's been a year, and there's nothing like, you know, injecting the Christmas spirit into my veins um, to to get me in a happier mental place. You know, uh, sads is a thing. You know, seasonal depression's coming. You know, the sunlight's just gone. It's gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it's been 2018. I don't know what else to say other than that's, it's been a year and, and, uh, it's Christmas now. So everything's okay. At least for the next week or so. Yeah. The next week. Oh God. It's in a week from Tuesday. (laughs) Yep. I'm not ready. I hope y'all have hit those (sighs) malls and checked off those gifts on those lists i am not ready i'm not ready either i've bought two gifts Mm -hmm. one of them was for me (laughs) yeah one of them was for katarina so we're really doing really strong with the gifts over here but you know what that's okay Mm because this episode isn't about gifts no! It's not about crazy family members coming into town out of nowhere. Nope. It's not about crazy road rage nope. in front of the mall trying Mm-mm. to find a parking spot. No way, This no, episode is about something that fills all of our hearts with joy, and that is the good old songs Pie. of the Christmas season. Oh, that's where we were going. I thought we were going to... What? I thought it was about, it was about pie. Yes, yeah. this episode mm-hmm. of our music podcast mm-hmm. is about Christmas pies. I mean... That makes sense. I mean, I thought I was confused when I got the memo, but I was like, let's roll with it. But I All guess right. I misread it. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if you want to grab a slice of pie and snuggle up with this episode, by all means, go ahead. Yeah, do it. Pro tip, make it sweet potato pie to sweet potato pie is great. Anyway. How dare you? Pumpkin pie is far superior. All right. (laughs) The point is, Merry Christmas, guys. We're talking Christmas music. Hell yeah. And I mean, I think the best, the best things in life happen around Christmas time and I think a lot of it has to do with the music because it just gets you in the right like cozy mood. Yeah. It really does. I mean that's for me the Christmas season wasn't official until I was allowed to start blasting the Christmas CDs from the family minivan. Um mm-hmm. like it just wasn't Christmas. And in my house, I don't know about you, it was forbidden to play Christmas music until December 1st. Like, my my parents were not going to have it until December. Yeah. So, I mean, in my house, for me, first of all, Christmas is my favorite holiday. Um, I love it. And mm-hmm. 99% of that has to do with the fact that Christmas music is my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, for me, I just spend the holidays driving my parents insane with Christmas music and my brother insane with Christmas music. Yeah. Like, that's how I spent my entire childhood, basically. <laughs> and my, uh, I, I don't know what it is, but I just, I, I just love it so much. And I would put on Christmas music and I'd force my parents and to decorate the house. Mm-hmm. Um, because they'd always be busy, and I'd be like, guys, Christmas! <laughs> and- right, right. There's nothing There's nothing like being a little kid powerless to decorate the house when your parents have, like, other things they need to get done, and you're just desperate, desperate to have a tree in the house and, and to have garland up, and it's like, please, for the love of God! <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Seriously, I was definitely the ringleader when it came to, like, getting us in, like, Christmas mode. I was like, come on, we're gonna decorate this tree, I'm gonna put out milking cookies on Christmas Eve, it's gonna be great, (laughs) and, um, I think for me, uh, to get into our discussion on Christmas music, Mm -hmm. I kind of have to start this off with my all-time favorite Christmas song, and this is the song that, um, for me, heralded in the Christmas season and still does mm-hmm. to this day. I oh would, I would start things off in my house when it was like decorating time with this song, and it is none other, none other than the iconic, mm-hmm. wonderful Christmas time. Oh boy. By Paul McCartney. Oh, boy. I thought I remembered you telling me once that that was your favorite Christmas song ever. And I remember thinking back then, she's kidding, right? (laughs) I don't care what anybody says about that song. I've even heard rumors that Paul McCartney himself doesn't like this song anymore. I do not care. I love this song so much. I have loved it from the second I heard it. On the now, that's what we call Christmas CD, <laughs> and I. Yeah, <laughs> to, this, to this very day, pause, love it. Pause. Those had the best commercials. The now that's they, what I call Christmas. I loved that commercial. Yep. Like that was a good commercial. <laughs> the snowman singing good. Elvis. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <sighs> Anyway, but yeah, I mean, Wonderful Christmas Time isn't like, it's not a bad song. I think I had to get older to appreciate it, because when I was a little kid, I thought it was annoying. Um, That's what makes it great. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's It's just so ridiculous and silly. Like, that's what I love about uh, a a lot of some of Paul McCartney's, like, solo stuff oh yeah around that time is that it was just unabashedly like light-hearted and, and good-spirited yeah like like that song and silly um love songs yeah i love both of those and so no one yeah wonderful christmas time is just it's great it's simple song and it it tells you how to feel and it makes you That's- feel good that's it's like true. we're having a wonderful Christmas time. Are you? Damn straight, I am. Hell yeah. Paul McCartney I'm... says we're having a wonderful Christmas time. You listen. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> I mean, I gotta be honest. I didn't appreciate it until I I went to college and like I I was listening to like my my personal Christmas playlist and that song mm-hmm. came on. And I was walking down the streets of Philly at night and it had all the lights were on and it was like by the Christmas village. And I was like, Oh, I get it now. Like, yeah, it's a very atmospheric song. It's, it's cute. So, I mean, my hatred for it, it wasn't a hatred. My dislike for it went away. Mm-hmm. I have to say after I like it- experienced. <laughs> and how can you beat that synth though? That's fair. that like really like, Super, super cheesy eighties futuristic mm. synth. Or like his like his like ding dong ding dong dong. His like slightly dong dong. The slightly off pitch ding And then the breakdown at the end where like it all just like Everybody, like, it just really reaches that fever pitch, and it's just fun. <laughs> That's true. That's what it is, a fever pitch. It really a, a Christmas is. fever dream, if you will. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I love it so much. If you've never heard that song... I don't that think there's... Need... There's not a soul alive who hasn't It's the best. Song. I play it at least five times every year. On I'm Christmas. Sorry. I'm not surprised at all. It, it It's amazing. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what's your favorite Christmas song since I've just, like, commandeered? Uh, I, 
I mean, Christmas. Okay, so I'm not gonna say my favorite just yet. Um, mostly because I'm not, I'm, I'm still not sure what that is. I love so many of them. Like I said, Christmas music is like the straightest way to inject the spirit of the season directly into my bloodstream. So I have a great appreciation for the the concept as a whole. Um, but I will say that like what brings me the most nostalgia mm-hmm. is the uh, the Gene Autry Christmas album. Uh, <laughs> okay. Who is who is Gene Autry? You may ask. Um, so Gene Autry was a singing cowboy. Okay. And guess what? That was hugely popular. Like, huge. You would not believe he had movies. He had... <laughs> I don't know. They were, they were fun. He was a cowboy who sang. I don't know. And he had a Christmas album. And, like, that was, like, the first album that my mom would, would circulate in the car. Um, mm. I don't know if it was just something she grew up with, but, like, the first song... He he popularized um, the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So to me, it wasn't Christmas until Gene Autry came on there, my beautiful singing cowboy, and sang me Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, <laughs> I want to say he his was like the first time it got to number one on the U.S. charts. That song did. Um, mm. I don't know if that's true or not. But, like, everything he did on that Christmas album, just Christmas. Like, like infant Christmas. Like, I am going to school and ready to go do finger painting and all other nonsense. Um, Santa's coming in a whirly bird. Can't forget that. Uh, which is about Santa ditching his reindeer for a helicopter. That would be badass. Right? <laughs> Right? Fuck um, the reindeer. <laughs> Santa Pliskin, escape from the North Pole. <laughs> that one, nine little reindeer, where it's literally just there's one little, two little, three. All right, it's it's a it's like a counting. Song. <laughs> uh, oh, and this like this like Italian one that like other other artists have made popular, but I I heard it from him first. It's called Buon Natale. And I don't, it's like, it's, it's Christmas in Italy. Woo. I don't, I don't know why that song stuck with me, <laughs> but it did. Uh, so yeah. So to me, like the Christmas season doesn't start until I hear Gene Autry. Um, I'm sure there are some of you with older parents who can relate. <laughs> I mean, now that you've said the name, mm-hmm. it slightly rings a bell with the whole Rudolph. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I put him on the playlist. I did. did. I did, yeah. But yeah. So that's that's that Christmas. But I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think we can both agree that the 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 <clears throat> the siren of the of the Christmas song is uh is Bing Crosby. Uh yeah. He's like he's quintessential Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> when he busts out those like crooning uh those crooning chops for White Christmas. Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> I think this is all royalty free by now, right? This is all there's no copyright. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> it's my big crossbeam impression. <laughs> You did, you did do it, kid. You did <laughs> but no, like, uh, I mean, he did, uh, what I like about Bing Crosby, though, is, like, he he's super ultra, tra- he's got, like, the traditional side of Christmas, like, locked down. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there are so many Christmas songs, iconic ones, that he has put his stamp on. Mm-hmm. Like, oddly enough, there's one called Christmas in Killarney. And I'm like, what is, where does this come from? What is this? And it's about Christmas in this little county in Ireland. Um, there's Melikiliki Maka, which is about Hawaiian Christmas. And I'm like, how did you get to- <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but there, there's, like, so many. Uh, I mean, he's been in how many? He's been in two different movies about Christmas. Two. 
where he sings White Christmas both times. One of them's called White Christmas. But no. My thing is, what's interesting is that he was the one responsible for like, or not responsible, I should I should rephrase that because that's he probably did not think of this. But there was that symbolic gap um, where he bridged the musical gap in Christmas music from the old to like the newer when he did um, that that collaboration with David Bowie when they did the Little Drummer Boy, and oh. that was like a huge deal. I didn't know they did that. You didn't so. know they did that. That no. I remember. Admittedly, admittedly, like Bing Crosby and White Christmas is like the only thing that I care about. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's kind of the most popular one. So that mm-hmm. would make sense. But I, I remember seeing that parodied on a, oh God, what late night Jimmy was it? I don't know. Two <laughs> <laughs> of them. <laughs> There's like three Kimmel, or four of them. There's Kimmel, Kimmel or Fallon. Fallon. Uh, oh God, is that the only two late night Jimmy? Oh yeah, you're right. I mean, now. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but no, like they parodied it, and Jack Black was one of the people. I forgot which part he played. I think he pretended to be David Bowie. <laughs> mm. And that's anyway. I've strayed from my point. I liked how it's it's almost like you can have the line of demarcation between modern Christmas music and like old style Christmas music, and Bing mm-hmm. Crosby is on like the cusp of that. It's just weird. That's fair. Yeah. That's cool, though. I mean, yeah. it's nice. It's nice that he was able to sort of blend the two because there, de- there is definitely a very stark like division of like you have your classics and then you have the contemporary stuff. And yeah, it it is like I have to give credit to the people that came after all the old stuff and tried to create their own original Christmas music because mm-hmm. it's really hard to like put forth a Christmas song, an original Christmas song that can hold its own next to classics like Bing Crosby singing White Christmas or yeah. I mean my personal for- favorite version of Sleigh Ride by um ella fitzgerald yes for me that's the like that is the ultimate version of the sleigh ride i will not listen to any other version other than ella fitzgerald's version that's fair i she she brings a sort of jazzy vibe not a sort of she does bring a jazzy vibe uh Mm -hmm. to the whole affair and it's great but that's that's also her with frosty the snowman i think her frosty the snowman is like up there mm-hmm. in terms yeah of- it's just so smooth and buttery and mm-hmm. like it you it like it it doesn't feel nearly as like um i don't want to say cheesy but like you kind of get it doesn't feel nearly as like over novelty yeah, yeah. It, it still feels fresh when you listen to it and it is I, I think mm-hmm. she's got a way of, like, she made it her own. Yeah. Like, she, she didn't try to cater to a sound. She wasn't being gimmicky. Like, she took her art form, and she she was traditional but not, and I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. And I, think, and I think that's really what it is. Like, the art of making a Christmas song mm-hmm. your own, I think, is something that needs to be celebrated. Because it's it's surprisingly difficult to do. Yeah. And I, I do think, like, my ultimate example of, like, a modern artist that ha- was able to make an original Christmas song that feels Christmassy but is still very much, like, their own is hands down the main. Like... Oh! I... I I'll be like honestly, I think that their Christmas EP and a Happy New Year is one of my favorites as far as like 
contemporary like new artists yeah who have made original christmas songs Mm -hmm. like you just can't get enough of the the songs that they put on that ep ho ho hopefully i love that i listen to every december 1st it is like my start of december heralding in christmas season holiday spirit song I love it. I love the iconic music video that they put out <laughs> years ago. Where it's just John O'Callaghan standing next to the dude from Brighton, and he's just <laughs> having his pants ironed. Oh my god! But as they're singing the song, it makes no sense, but it's so great. And I love that song. It's beautiful. And, like, that's a song that I um, honestly will sometimes sneak a couple listens throughout the year because it's just so good. Like, it could be July, and I might just, like, be like, I really want to hear that song. Oh, because it's Christmas in July? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I was. I thought you were gonna say Seth MacFarlane. No. Which okay. No. Okay. Uh. No. My only problem no. is that his Christmas album is really good. I mean, look, it like I I've heard selections from it. Yeah. He is good, but like, it's also no. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, but no. Little Jack Frost get lost is really good. I. I hate that I like that album. I hate, but I can't deny talent. And he's, yeah, no, like yeah. it's definitely good. But yeah. I mean, it it uh, if anything, I'm reacting strongly against it because I'm so firmly for the main That's <laughs> CP. Fair. Like it, it That's... it's just it is a hands down favorite of mine. Yeah, but speaking yeah. of speaking of a more rock, uh, punk rock Christmas sound um i want to talk about all of that because <laughs> like the main is sort of like a soft segue into like the quote-unquote harder punk christmas songs um <laughs> my personal favorite is probably don't shoot me santa by the killers <laughs> um mostly because it terrified and fascinated me when i first saw the music video like have you seen that music video <laughs> No, I haven't. He's like, Santa's got bread and flowers tied up in a shed, and he's wearing, like, an ugly Christmas sweater, and it's in the desert, and he's gonna shoot him, and the whole time is Brandon Flower. It's Brandon Flowers pleading for his life. Because <laughs> Santa's gonna shoot him. That's amazing. Yeah, like, Just... the whole the premise is that it's, like, this person Santa's gotta kill, because I guess this kid is also a murderer. I don't know. It, a lot's implied. There's a lot of baggage, but but it's just so catchy. It's like, and I can't sing it because this is definitely not royalty free Christmas. Um, I it's feel just like, so catchy. <laughs> I feel like a hallmark of all the like pop punk, mm. like punk rock Christmas songs is that they have a lot of emotional baggage. Yeah, um, <laughs> like you, yeah, you have "Don't Shoot Your Eye Out" or "Don't Shoot Me, Santa." No. Sorry. Yeah. Um. You have Santa stole my girlfriend by the main. Yep. You have hop- happy holidays. You pastored by Blink One Eighty Two. Can I? Can I just say I had never heard that song until like last week. I was driving really? to somebody's. I had been driving to somebody's house and I put this playlist on, you know, to 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 get in the mood. <laughs> and it came on and I almost crashed my car because I started. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm so happy <laughs> that I could bring this song into your life. I was like, what is that? But also, it's a mood. Uh, right? He's like... He's shit, 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 his pants is always fucking shit. I was going, it's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two, two fucking, fucking presents. presents. And I was like, yeah, it's same. <laughs> 
I just I oh, almost man. I literally almost crashed the car because I was so distracted by like going, What is this? <laughs> <sighs> oh man. Oh, uh Fool's Holiday by All Time Low. I love that song. Mm. Punk masterpiece. Did we say you'll shoot your eye out? No, but I love that. And love I all like in related to your story, I'd never heard that song until like last weekend. Uh, and then I heard it and I was like, this is a jam. Right? Right? And I love it the end where he's like, oh sweet, they put the Christmas song on it. They must have spent a lot of money on it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't memorize it. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I I hadn't heard that. I also hadn't so I hadn't heard Fallout Boys and then I also hadn't heard my chemical romances yes! cover of All I Want for Christmas is You until last weekend. I was decorating my Christmas tree mm-hmm. and that song came on because I put this playlist on shuffle and I had to just stop what I was doing for two minutes to it's, just laugh. It's so funny. Like, it's good, but it's also so funny because it's like, who in their right mind would have said, ah, yes, my chem. Cover this. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't ask for this, no. but I got it. And I mean... <laughs> I feel like that's probably as good a segue as any to to perhaps talk about the uh the ultimate Christmas jam, if you will. The uh the one and only OG all I want for Christmas is you. Oh yes. Mariah. Mariah Terry. Mm. And in all her glory. I, I do have to give her some serious props because I think that of all the sort of like um artists to have done Christmas music. Um, I think All I Want for Christmas is You is close to, if not in the same category as some of the big heavy hitter classic Christmas songs. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind it's, of reached that status. It's a classic. It's it's I swear to God, if I just had this vision. 50, 60 years from now grandchildren oh grand oh Mima, will you play that old timey christmas song for me please <laughs> dear god this song came out 10 years ago it's 2080 Mima. <laughs> what do you mean kiddo <laughs> nana go to the home <laughs> it's 2010 it's 2010 <laughs> Fetch me my skinny <laughs> jeans, kiddo. Nana, I you have, have to go. go to the warp tour. Nana, you have to go back to the home. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like it, it is a Christmas classic by now. I feel like there's there's no way around it. Like even people who like don't like the song, because believe it or not, there are people out there who don't like this song. Mm-hmm. They're monsters, but. <laughs> I feel like this song has already achieved classic Christmas song status, which is interesting yeah. because she is a modern artist. So it's it's cool that she was able to weirdly right off the bat just knock this out of the park. Like this is it. This is in the Christmas mm-hmm. soul now. Like you hear you hear yeah. those drums. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Um, we're gonna get soon. yeah. <laughs> And a lot of that has to do with uh, the structure of the song. There's a really good video on YouTube by Vox um, that breaks down the structure of that song and what about it makes it feel so Christmassy. Um, Definitely would would recommend you going to look up that video because it was really interesting. If you're the kind of person that's like... uh, bit of a like music theory nerd do you want to like check it out do you want to link it we can link it yeah i'll i'll link to it in the um show notes so if you want to watch that video 
you'll be able to do it by just checking out the show notes on our website mm-hmm. and definitely definitely give it a watch if you're into that kind of thing because yeah. it is it is it is interesting to um understand just what about christmas music makes it christmas music because there is a specific structure to that kind of stuff and that's something that i wasn't i wasn't explicitly aware of until i watched that video and it was really interesting um so yeah definitely definitely check that out and and then you can go and listen to all i want for christmas is you and be like oh i get it now awesome (laughs) yes but in any case that is definitely that is definitely a classic. So shout out to Mar- Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Also, um, also that um, song exemplifies a particular theme of Christmas music mm-hmm. that I think is very prevalent in a, a lot, and that's the theme of like love and just wishing for love around Christmas time. Hell yeah! I feel like that's the ultimate theme of Christmas music, like one of my other all-time favorite Christmas songs Mm -hmm. that I also discovered from the Now That's What I Tell Christmas CD (laughs) is Britney Spears' My Only Wish. Okay, I'm gonna... Have you ever heard that song? You know what, no. And I thought you were gonna say Santa Baby. Oh, well, that... That is in a league of its own in some ways. Because, like, that's, like, sure, it's about quote-unquote love, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... But more on that later. Uh, so, Britney Spears. Yeah, okay. I just, I love this song. It's really, like, it kind of, it's one of those teeny bopper Christmas songs. Yeah. But I think, like, they have a special place in my heart. Like, when I heard Justin Bieber's Christmas song, oh, Mistletoe, oh I actually liked it. Are you which, kidding? I liked it, because, uh, like, it was, it was dumb. Yeah, it was dumb and teeny bopper, whatever. But, like, it's Christmas. If, if If there's any time to listen to that kind of music, it's Christmas time. Because it's just fun, sweet music about falling in love. And, like, mm. when I was, like, back to Britney Spears is my only wish this year. I mean, I first heard that song when I was, like, maybe seven. So it was, like, around for my, like, ho-hum, like, wish on a star days of wanting a boyfriend, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like... So I'd listen to it like every year and be like, I want, I want somebody by my side. <laughs> okay, why did, and you, every, why did you sound like a South Park character? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what was that? I don't know what I was going for there. I want anyway. somebody by my side. Iconic. But... I mean, it was admittedly a little pathetic to just be like a ten-year-old being like, "All I want is a boy, somebody to snuggle with on I, the holidays." I mean, it's like, girl, grab a teddy bear. I mean, I think we've all been there. I wrote to Santa Claus at the age of twelve asking for a man. <laughs> right. It was real pathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think, like, we can all relate to, like, being super pathetic from, like, 10 to 12. So, I mean, if Santa's not mm-hmm. going to give you a man, what else is he going to give you? Stuff. Yep. Which is why Santa Baby is... <laughs> it's just a perfect uh, mix of both. <laughs> I remember being in middle school, and uh, so I was in choir in middle school, and... um I was super. They did I was, not make you sing this song, did they? No, I was overly critical of all the soloists because um, three quarters of the people uh, couldn't sing, mm. <laughs> and they were the ones who insisted on being soloists half the time. Now there were some really mm. talented soloists. Like, don't get me wrong, there were quite a few, 
but one of the girls decided at the uh, tender age of 13 that she was capable mm. of exuding the grown woman um, femininity no. of no. Santa Baby. No. So no. if you can imagine a 12, like a 13-year-old girl in a blue dress with a boa trying to be sexy, singing Santa Baby. Ooh. It almost ruined the song for me. Also, she was flat on several notes, which you oh. could pull off if you were trying to be breathy and like sexual, like Eartha Kitt. But but she's a child. Yeah, and I think everyone was just uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't feel uncomfortable when I first heard it because I was like, I was 13 myself. And I was like, I was just judging her based on like the merits of how good her voice was. And now that I look back on it, I can be like, who said this was okay? Right. Can we take a moment? Just a public service announcement. Yeah. Never. No. If Mm-mm. you if you're a music teacher. Yeah. If you run a choir. Like. Yeah. This, this song should probably be in the off limits pile. Yeah. Like, look, if like, you're with your friends or your family or like whatever, like you sing what you want. Go but for it. Do it. There's something about like, like a 13 year old performing. Santa baby. <laughs> It's a little much. It's a lot. It was public school. Uh. Mm-hmm. But it is a great song. It really is. And Eartha Kitt, mm-hmm. Eartha Kitt's version, excellent. Michael Bublé's version. Here's my problem with Michael Bublé's version, too. Because uh. I adore Michael Bublé's Christmas album. I, I think it's great uh. that every year we can defrost him from his ice prison so he can sing his Christmas music. Because um, it's great. But yeah. Santa, buddy! No. Just admit you want to have sex with Santa Claus and go. Just go! <laughs> yeah. uh. y'all, y'all ain't just buddies. <laughs> you don't get to ask for all that from your best friend! But I will, uh-uh. I will give him the rest of his album is... It's perfect. His version of... Um, oh, God. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Uh, Jingle bells. That one's great because mm-hmm. that one's a that one's a throwback to the Bing Crosby and the Andrew Sisters version, which is also mm-hmm. excellent. Um, but no, I'm I'm happy that every year we can defrost Michael Bublé from his ice prison. <laughs> <laughs> he d- he does do Christmas very well. So. He does. Um, Clap, claps for him. Yeah, I feel like. That's the beauty of a lot of Christmas songs is that uh, there are quite a lot of them that like have so many opportunities for artists to come and rework them and to be original mm-hmm. and to give their own take. And if they do it right, it's perfect. And it feels like they've made it theirs and it's excellent. Um, I mean, like you don't have to be a copycat um, mm-hmm. to still be good. And there's so many opportunities for people to make their own Christmas songs too. That Not everyone is going to like be memorable. Um, it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. But every once in a while, like, you come across, like, a song that didn't exist before that now exists. Like, I mean, All I Want for Christmas is You is a great example. Um, Last Christmas by Wham. Oh my god. It's a, it's a jam! <laughs> I love that song. That yeah, synth. that is definitely a good one. Um, it's not quite like at all. I want for Christmas is you status. No, but it is close. Yeah, it's close. And I will say, I will say that the when when things started to get a little more rock sounding in like the the sixties and stuff like that, like Phil Spector, um, you know, Wall of Sound, Phil Spector, he put out a Christmas mm-hmm. album, and it featured like the Crystals, the Ronettes, Darlene Love. Like, a lot of mm-hmm. really, really good, I'm blanking on the word. <laughs> it featured a lot of amazing artists who, like, could put this this new rock sound, almost. Um, well, rock for the 60s. I don't know what else would you call the crystals or the chiffons. Yeah. It's like, it's like a pop rock kind of a thing. Um, but anyway, yeah. like. Christmas, baby, please come home. I love that song. The song is great. Yeah. 
It is a good song. But like, it doesn't have to be all, you know, Christmas, Christmas in Connecticut, picture perfect 50s Christmas or 40s Christmas. Like those songs are excellent. And they're like, they're in the canon. They're already there. Um, yeah. But there's so there's still a lot of like innovation that happens all the time. That's still excellent. And I appreciate that. Definitely. Yay. Yeah. The beauty of Christmas is that you get to make it your own. Not everybody's Christmas looks the same, which That's is why true. we have so much diverse Christmas music out there. That's true. And like not like, even touching on all like the quite beautiful, you know, religious Christmas songs that are out there, but like there's there's so many like ways to to make your Christmas experience heard. Mhm. That it's it's just really nice to see people coming together. Like <laughs> Even Barbara Streisand, who is Jewish, yeah, <laughs> turn jingle bells into a bop. <laughs> if you've never heard Barbara Streisand's jingle bells, please do. <laughs> it's iconic. <laughs> I really do love that song. Yeah, but it it is nice to like to like look at our Christmas playlist that we've made which we will be sharing in the show notes of course Um, and feel free to bump that when you're at a christmas party do it definitely giving you the sound because it has it has a lot of bops and there's there's a little taste of everything Mm -hmm. well not everything but as much as possible you know and you get a whole a whole breadth of different kinds of christmas from the Barbra Streisand to, um, you know, the Maine and Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. And you even have Kanye West's Christmas song on there. Yeah. Because, yes, he does have one. That surprised me. I didn't know that existed. Um, that's another cool thing about this this experience, this this Christmas season, is that it allowed the two of us, even, to to get a glimpse of each other's Christmas experience like to to hear sounds we hadn't heard from each other before which i think yeah. is, is kind of beautiful that there's still stuff to discover there's still new songs to hear to brighten up mm-hmm. the season so truly it is a season of togetherness love and music and and all that yeah it it really is and you're right like it it's nice to share the the christmas songs that you know, have shaped your childhood Christmas experience because it is such a it it's such a powerful holiday for a lot of people in terms of conjuring up feelings of just joy and comfort. And so being able to share that through music, I think really is the the thing about Christmas that makes it my favorite holiday is the fact that it has this whole genre of music devoted to expressing the feelings of love and happiness and warmth. Yeah. That um are instilled in the holidays. Like you listen with a lot of these songs, um, a lot of the classics and stuff, you listen to them and you feel like you're in the living room of these artists, you know, on Christmas Eve. That's true. Like, like that's how I feel when I listen to Nat King Cole sing the Christmas song. Oh, yes. Like, I just feel like I'm literally like, um, this is weird, but I feel like I'm sitting in a living room with Nat King Cole and we're just like, yeah, sitting by a piano and, having a having just a quiet moment you know yeah and that's beautiful yeah i love christmas guys i love christmas <laughs> merry, merry christmas merry christmas <laughs> so so should we dare to try and like do a top five i mean okay okay i'll, I'll try and i'll try and do a top five Okay. Um. Hmm. I think I owe it to my childhood self to say "Wonderful Christmas Time" okay. by Paul McCartney is number one. 
it has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, ho ho, hopefully by the main is definitely next. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, Ella Fitzgerald sleigh ride. Great. Is three. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go with. Uh, my only wish this year is number four because <laughs> okay. I did. I I owe it to five year old me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last one, you know, I think. Um, <laughs> there's a part of me that wants to say Hollywood Undead's Christmas <laughs> song, but I'm not gonna do. Th- oh, <laughs> but. But if you're in for if you want a good laugh, mm-hmm. listeners, go for it. Um, hmm. You know, I think I'm gonna give it to the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Nice. Um, because I Nat King Cole mm-hmm. is just like a dream. He's a dreamboat. True. He'll his, always be a dreamboat. His his voice is so velvety and. And it makes mm-hmm. me think of chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> you know what it really is. I think the warmth comes from just the fact that when you listen to him, mm-hmm. he sounds like he's perpetually smiling as yeah. he sings. You know, mm-hmm. like there's something about like you can't you can't sing a Nat King Cole song without smiling. That's true. Uh-uh. Yeah, so those are my five. Nice. You're up. Oof, oof. All right, yeah, I've been trying to think about this because this one's hard. Um, all right, so I think the first and foremost has to be the Christmas song, Nat King Cole, because it's mm-hmm. quintessential Christmas. It just is. Um, hmm. I'm going to say have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hmm. Um... Judy Garland, Judy Garland was really, that was the first one I heard. Um, Another one who does it really well is Robert Goulet. Um, Hmm. As I've gotten older, that song has come to me a lot more. I think you don't really appreciate it until you get older, when people start to drift away and life starts to happen. Um, Hmm. Because it really is a song about, you know, we're always going to be a family. We're always going to come together. Christmas is always going to be this for us. And I think, I don't know, to me, it's gotten more significant. And it's a beautiful song. It's just a very, very lovely piece of music. Um, uh, I think, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say White Christmas. Uh, Bing Crosby's got me. Yeah. Also, it's a good movie. It's currently on Netflix. All of you should watch it. Um, Danny Kaye's a charm. <sighs> okay, this might be a little silly, but I really like this song. <laughs> I really like the song It Feels Like Christmas from The Muppets Christmas Carol. So I love the Muppets Christmas Carol. I've always loved the Christmas Carol, but the Muppets Christmas Carol holds a very special place in my heart just because it's so good. Um, And this song is when the ghost of Christmas present is taking Scrooge through the streets of London going, you see what an asshole you've been, Scrooge? Look at this. Christmas is great. This is what Christmas really is, Scrooge. It's not about the money. It's about love. And it's great. (laughs) And like, it's just, it's a good number and it's cute and it's wholesome. And I still sing it to myself all the time. Uh, actually, that whole movie's got a p- perfect soundtrack, to be honest with you. Um, young Michael Caine, whoever played young Michael Caine, was really hot. Um, just moving on. <laughs> how many? How many songs was that? Is that four? I lost count. We'll all say right. it was four. And my last. Yeah, you know what. I'm gonna say ho ho hopefully. It's so good. It's so good and it's it's romantic and it's cute and it's like I don't know. It's adorable. That's all I'm gonna say about that. It's a really solid Christmas song. 
Yeah. Go the main. I love the main. They did so good. And it's so it's so sweet and romantic. And it's just like we're just gonna be here together by this Christmas tree this yeah. year. It's so nice. It is. Gosh. I love Christmas, guys. I hope you love Christmas too. Yeah. And if you're a Scrooge, I I hope I hope three uh spirits come to you in the middle of the night and change your heart for you. <laughs> and if you're a Grinch, I don't know. Find yourself a Cindy Lou Who. Oh. Yeah. And don't go see that new Grinch. That new Grinch is really bad. <laughs> It was it was ridiculously bad. Like <laughs> I can't put into words. There were noted. There was not one, not two, but three separate instances of religious Christmas music being sung in that movie, which has the horrifying implication that there is somewhere a who Jesus. Oh, uh, okay. And I was like. This is terrifying to think about. <laughs> if you think about it too hard, the whole movie falls apart. Also, they definitely had that Grinch um, hook up with Cindy Lou Who's mom. That is what they intended. I am not just like some crazy uh, fan person reading too much into it. That is what they wanted people to think. And I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. There was a lot wrong with that movie. Okay. There's so well, much wrong. You know. Anyway, that was my mini Grinch rant. Uh, now, sadly, uh, I think we mentioned this in the beginning of the episode. This is the last episode of season two. Yes, it is. Yeah. We and- are we're going on a holiday now that it is officially Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to give you a huge thank you and um, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to us this season. It's been a wild ride. It really, really has. 2018 has had a lot of ups and downs, but considering this was the year we got our podcast off the ground, um, we've developed some uh, wonderful, loyal listeners. Um, we've grown a lot this year and we, we could not have done that without you. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Really? Yeah. It, it, it's been a blast to go on this journey with you all. So thank you. And as, as final as this all sounds, do not worry. We will be back in the new year. Yeah. With and, a new season. And hopefully we're going to be bigger and better and just... just Better than ever. Exactly. And, um, oh, we don't know the exact date of when we will be back from our break because we've got a lot of, uh, a lot of work to do, so to speak. Uh, we're busy in Santa's workshop. I don't know. More Christmas metaphor. Um, but... <laughs> We will be at PodCon in January. So what, what? if any of you live in Seattle, near Seattle, or for some reason love us enough to fly out to Seattle in, uh, the weekend of what, January 19th? Yep, January yes. 19th and 20th. Yeah, if you want to come see us, we will be wandering around PodCon. So. Please come say hi. Uh, it would mm-hmm. mean the world, but obviously we do not expect anyone to fly their ass out to Seattle. Uh, that's crazy. But it, I mean, yeah. if you're there, seriously, like say hello. It would mean the world to us to know that you are real people. <laughs> yeah, we'll be around, mm-hmm. and it'll be it'll be good. So if you're if you're if you happen to be in the neighborhood, yeah, stop on by. And, um, yeah, and we'll also link to PodCon details also 
if you're interested. Even if you don't want to see us. Like, maybe oh you just want to go. There's going to be a whole bunch of, like, interesting panelists. A whole bunch of your favorite podcasts are going to be there. Um, I'm excited. There are a few panels I want to go to. I want to try and meet some people. Um, like, don't just come for us, okay? We're just going to be there. If you want to go, go for go for the amazing panels and, and, and the people and everything else that's there. Because I'm sure it's going to be a blast. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm hopeful this is going to be a fun a fun time. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So yeah, definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, this is it. This is the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. This is the end of the season. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, listeners, for tuning in and sticking with us. Um, please be sure to follow us on all of our social media channels so that you can find out when we're coming back for season three. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Tumblr. We are Rhapsody and Reverie Podcast on Facebook, and we are Rhapsody Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So definitely hit us up there. You can also join our Facebook group, Rhapsody Fam, because that's where we're going to be announcing the season three date first, probably, because we do all of our cool insider announcements there. So if you want to be the first to find out anything, definitely go there and join us in the Rhapsody Fam. Um, also, subscribe to us on iTunes. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. It would mean the world to us um, to hear your feedback and see what you've thought of our first two seasons. Tell us what you're looking forward to in the next season. Um, And also, don't forget to check our website to hear more announcements, to uh, read some album reviews, song reviews. We got some great stuff lined up coming your way, so definitely check it out. It's going to be a great time. And, yeah, I think I think that's everything. Yeah, I honestly. Think. Um I mean, keep keep checking the websites for like. I mean, we've got some reviews and things planned. We got, I don't know. Say hello, yeah. please keep please keep checking on us. Uh, we mm-hmm. are attention seeking, pathetic people huh. who need constant reassurance that we're doing okay. So I mean, say hi from time to time. That's all. It, the holiday season is fun, but you know. After Christmas is over, it's basically just darkness and sadness, so please check up. <laughs> In the dark of winter. <laughs> um, but the I, amble. Yeah. I mean, sadness. apart from that, honestly, all that's left to do is to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas, um, a Happy New Year, and... You know, I hope I hope all of you are in a great place right now. Yeah, I I hope you're spending the holidays with people you love. Yep, and are surrounded by good vibes and good food and good music. So, mm-hmm. you know, just thank thanks again for making 2018 a wonderful, wonderful uh year for us and. We hope you had a wonderful year, too. And if you didn't, that's okay, because we're going into the new year. And we got a whole uh, plethora of new challenges and excitement and adventures waiting for us. So have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We will catch y'all later. On the flip side. (laughs) See you in the new year. La 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 <laughs> We wish you a Merry Christmas. No, that's the worst Stop Christmas it. song. <laughs> it really is.
<laughs> oh, let me shut your door and demand you give us figgy pudding or we won't leave. <laughs> give me the figgy pudding. Give it to me! Where's the figgy pudding? <laughs> like that Eric Andre Where's thing. He? Let me in! Let me in! <laughs> <laughs> oh man.